Hello everyone on another episode of Nerd RX podcast and I'm your host Barkha. Today we are moving a little away from the bench technique and we will cover today something called as biomedical mind mapping. And to talk more about that we have one of my seniors from my undergrad Dr. Jimita Toraskar. Um uh, thank you so much Jimita for being here and welcome to the show. Thank you Barkha it's a pleasure thanks for inviting me. Uh of course uh and I'm very very uh interested in hearing about mind mapping but before we go there we would love to hear about your journey and your experience as a scientist. Sure. Uh so presently I'm working as the chief scientific officer at Vita Evidence uh, a company based in Oslo Norway. Uh, where we are building a tool for clinicians to use to find personalized medical treatment for their patients based on their patient profile biomarkers and personal preferences so it's a tool to make a personalized report uh, it's a very challenging and cool job uh, but my career journey started in india where we both uh, got our bachelor's in pharmacy from mumbai and uh, then i moved to netherlands to pursue research based masters in biopharmaceutical sciences uh it was a research based masters where students uh, get a lot of time in lab getting hands on training so my masters work focused on 3d cell culturing of breast cancer cell line and then high throughput screening for identifying novel inhibitor combinations uh and the uh, the opportunities you get while studying in europe is exchange programs so okay. then uh the next year of my master uh, thesis work was in collaboration with Karolinska Institute in Sweden okay. so then i spent 6 uh, months in sweden uh, in pharmacogenetics lab so while all this research exposure prepared me for my phd uh, work and i moved to norway that's where my phd work uh, project was funded uh and it was really fun to work in norway because it's a com- completely different country it was a very uh, good collaborative project with the arctic university ntn went on them and together we were focusing on finding prognostic biomarkers for breast cancer metastasis okay. and just post my phd i start uh, immediately got a job in oslo mm-hmm. uh, a company called pubgene uh who was um Um, working on a platform called Coremine. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have been to so many places. That's really fun. <laughs> Thank you. I love traveling, and uh, it's just uh, different countries have different work cultures, right. and uh, it just develops your personality when you work mm-hmm. with a different set of people who have come from different backgrounds. Wow, that's uh, quite a journey from India to Netherlands and now Oslo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was I'm very intrigued about biomedical mind mapping. So, my first basic question because I have no idea about it, what is biomedical mind mapping? Uh so to explain the concept of biomedical mind mapping, I will break this term into two concepts, biomedical field and mind mapping. So, mind mapping is actually a very well-known technique in the field of education and learning. So it uh, it was uh, brought into the mainstream by Tony Bizan. Uh, this uh, technique of uh, mind mapping was inspired by geniuses like Charles Darwin and Michelangelo uh, da Vinci because they uh, have some note taking styles 
and historically people have noticed that they use a lot of branching and organic structure com- complemented by a lot of sketching and doodling and using keywords so getting inspiration from notes of this uh, geniuses in our history uh, tony bizan introduced this concept of mind mapping mm-hmm. and uh, like it is said like think like da vinci because da vinci was a very balanced thinker mm-hmm. and mind mapping is a technique which allows you to express your thoughts in a balanced way uh, i'm talking and now combining uh, this technique in the field of uh, biomedicine biomedical field so it uh, like i would like to reflect back to my phd days where uh, when i started doing my phd or even my master thesis you know we get a topic and uh, you get very overwhelmed in the beginning there are a number of articles to read uh, you have to figure out the details and make a big picture in your head like what am i going to do and yeah. you feel like you're juggling so much more than you can actually handle yeah. and yeah so you must be knowing like every researcher or a scientist experiences this at some point mm-hmm. uh, so i used mind mapping uh, during my initial days of phd to just lay down my main phd topic as the key central theme uh, so it was a novel protein which was always the uh, center of my map mm-hmm. and then i used to make branches like uh, which are the d- different diseases connected to my uh, central theme uh, so that used to be one category so if there uh, if i was focusing on this gene and this protein in breast cancer but i also knew that there are groups Uh, who are working on the same gene protein in colorectal cancer in skin disorders so i used to categorize uh, according uh, categorize information according to the disease type uh, according to the uh, drugs associations um, but there were hardly 30 publications on that gene uh, when i was doing uh, my phd mm-hmm. but now when information is completely expanding and there is big data high throughput screening uh there is like massive amount of information out there how does one handle that information and makes a mind map Correct. so that is where you need technology and you need uh, platforms to navigate the complex ocean of information in the biomedical field and make network associations that make sense to you mm mm-hmm. correct so um according to you this can be used f- uh by anyone in any field right like mostly like researchers because we juggle with so many articles on the daily so how would you uh, i think like you mentioned you first uh your topic of interest that is like the central focus and then you create branches out so how further can you go with that uh so people are using mind mapping technology for drug discovery where they can analyze correlation between different drug and diseases explore genes and their biological functions in correlation with the diseases and identify potential drug targets uh people have been using mind mapping uh for educational purposes like how do you find latest information news and videos related to your topic mm-hmm. if you have to make a presentation on a new topic that you have never uh, uh learned about before how do you do that as a teacher mm-hmm. uh, so to be updated with the constantly new information getting published every week every day 
uh, mind mapping is has been very helpful. And I know of research groups, I know of researchers who have used mind mapping, uh, biomedical mind mapping as a platform to find new research hypotheses to investigate their queries and analyze information derived from the network. Mm-hmm. So specifically, like there are many uh, free platforms available now. And there are many YouTubers who have uh, gone on talking about mind mapping and its use during PhD. Uh, but one platform that I am very impressed with is Core Mind Medical. Uh, how I wish that I knew about Core Mind Medical during my PhD days. So everything that I did manually could be automated. Uh, so Core Mind Medical is a free platform. And it's something I would definitely uh, recommend all the researchers to give it a try. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a very great idea. Like, for example, my lab, we can create a mind map for our lab. And, you know, like, because we are basically doing the same research, but we, like me, uh, me as a postdoc and other grad students, they have different topics in the same field. So that would uh, come as a branch, but we can have like a one uh, mind map as a lab. Yes, absolutely. And uh, when it comes to sharing mind maps, uh, I would uh, definitely recommend that if you are sharing a one mind map for uh, your team or your uh, lab, then everybody should uh, make it a point to contribute to the mind map. So everybody can understand the complexity of it and try to keep it as simple as possible. Everybody can give in their input whether or not this uh, key term is making sense to everyone, mm-hmm. uh, the mind map. So uh, like, for example, CoreMind presents its results in the form of a mind map that describes the relationship between the search terms and the biological terms, uh, including genes and protein terms discovered through text mining of the Medline database. So that is PubMed. Uh, So the strength of the association between the search terms and the biological terms is based on the number of co-occurrences of both the terms in the literature. Mm -hmm. So when you explore concepts in Corbine Medical, you access a database that is structured to relate important concepts ranked by statistical relevance to your topic. For example, if you type in breast cancer, Mm -hmm. then it will show uh, how many times the term breast cancer is occurring with XYZ drug. Mm -hmm. And and those drugs that are uh, mostly occurring in the literature with uh, the term breast cancer will be shown first to you. Mm -hmm. So that way, uh, as a user, you get access to information that is being talked about, that is being most researched. And you can create your own map and there are the the use of colors and symbols and more visualization of it allows you to have a, a memory of it. And when you are giving presentations or you're talking about your research topic, it will always make you feel like you are the master of it. Correct. Correct. Because, you know, as a scientist whenever you like you present something there is always something in the back of your head that I am I missing a paper especially yes. while writing papers writing review articles there is all because there are so many papers out there and there is no way possible you can remember each and every detail of all the papers so I think this would kind of give me personally as a sense of confidence that 
I have covered as much as possible. <laughs> Absolutely. And it is so important to uh, keep on updating that information with right. the new literature getting published every day. Yeah. Because what you think is important today might not be important tomorrow. So right. uh, having a tool, having uh, the intelligence, the artificial intelligence to help you update that information every day is very important. And uh just the visualization of it uh, yeah. will help you remember and talk about it and think on a larger scale about it. And sometimes uh, I'll have you to uh, put in all the pieces, uh, puzzle pieces in your head together mm-hmm. and look at the bigger picture. Yeah, And I think that is where we struggle because when you reach at the stage of PhD, uh, everybody expects that, oh, you have completed your bachelor's, master's successfully. So, so you you already know how to learn you know, yeah. but sometimes it's, it is really nice to take one step back yeah. and just learn how to learn. Yes. Oh, my God. That is such a good saying. Thank you so much. Wow. <laughs> learn to learn. I'll remember that. Uh, well, I know what am I going to talk about in my next lab meeting. So <laughs> thank you so much. I'm I'm definitely going to get this topic up and see how we can incorporate it. Because, yeah. you know, just to give you an example, like I was working on this review article and we already had like more than 200 uh, references and we were just wrapping things up and final reading. And just, I went to PubMed. There were like five new articles again. Yeah. (laughs) So that's like, you know, to be updated with literature, I think is the core of any research you do. Otherwise you'll be just lagging every time. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, Barkha. And most importantly is like the use of friendliness. I don't remember anybody training me to use this tool. Okay. I don't remember anybody giving me a demo of it. Okay. Uh, it was a free tool. I made a login account mm-hmm. uh, just with my email ID and I started playing with it. And the more I played with it, I discovered, uh, okay, this is a new feature. Okay, this is how it works. Mm-hmm. So the more you learn it, the more, uh, you know, you will start liking it. Right. So. Uh, because anyways in the lab we we spend so much time thinking around reading around and we spend very less time in organizing this unstructured data like real data is not linear if you Mm -hmm. are like sitting with a paper and a pen writing bullet points taking notes it is not going to work you Mm -hmm. have to uh, adapt to new techniques of uh, taking notes correct basically yeah so, yeah, I think, uh, like you mentioned, you have to take a step back so that you can be a step ahead in future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Well, so uh, let me ask you, are there, uh, in your opinion, what are the advantages and disadvantages, you would say, of mind mapping? Uh, so I'll start with advantages. Like there are plenty, plenty, plenty of advantages. Um, and I'm super impressed with how mind mapping works. Uh, as I said, there are many YouTubers who have uh, gone um, on YouTube and talked more about how they are using mind mapping in research. Mm-hmm. But there are some people who have talked about mind mapping in the field of education, uh, how to use mind mapping in uh, organizing your daily routine. And uh, nowadays, even hospitals are uh, using it to have discussions with their patients. Mm-hmm. So because uh, there are some chronic diseases where patients are supposed to uh, share the decision making together with the doctor with the clinician and then the patient needs to be informed about the pros and cons of different drugs Mm -hmm. and 
you know, their family members have their opinion, patients have an opinion, clinician has that opinion. So to lay all that uh, uh, information on one single piece of paper, mm-hmm. uh, to present it to people who don't understand science. Correct. So mind mapping is used at such a level of education also to help uh, people who are non-scientific to understand scientific information. So mm-hmm. it, it could be uh, simplified to a basic level for understanding of a layman also. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So that is the advantage. Yeah. And uh, yeah, talking about disadvantages, like I see disadvantages are mostly uh, on the user side. Okay. So most people often don't have a clear purpose of making a map. So like when, when you will start exploring this tool I talk, told you about Core Mind Medical, mm-hmm. you will just get so overwhelmed with it, with the information and the access to how you can group it. So you will just start getting uh, information and ideas and you'll put it together in the map. But mm-hmm. why are you doing it? Are you doing it to define a hypothesis for a research proposal? Are you doing it to find a new drug target? So have a clear purpose in your head uh, yeah. while you design a map. And I think that will uh, help you avoid making big, big maps. Like, I absolutely think big biomedical mind maps are not at all impressive. Mm-hmm. You might have worked hard for many, many hours to create a mind map containing a ton of useful information. But when you share that map with your colleagues, many people will feel lost when they see the map. So what is uh, sense to you, what is making a clear point in your head might just be chaos for the other person. Yeah, right. absolutely. So these are some disadvantages of biomedical mind mapping that mm-hmm. uh, people don't know how to use it, how much to use it. Uh, but it, people who have used it successfully, I've, I've seen people can export uh, images of their mind map and make it a part of your publication. So uh, if it's simple and understandable. Right. Yeah, I think uh, in order to share with others, uh, it has to be some like information has to be relevant so that anyone who is in your area of expertise can understand that. Yeah. Absolutely. And well, cost-wise, that was my next question. You just mentioned it's free, which is unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this platform that I talked about, CoreMind Medical, is free. I know there are some mind mapping concepts, but there are general mind mapping concepts which do have some user fee uh, subscription patterns. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the platform that I talked about is absolutely free, so it doesn't harm to just go and try. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I will definitely do that. And maybe introduce in my lab. <laughs> yeah. Well, are there any fun facts about biomedical mind mapping? Oh, absolutely. I think uh, uh, it's it's just amazing. So there, I read this uh, discussion the other day that uh, does mind, mind mapping stimulate uh, the left side of the brain or the right side of the brain, the mm-hmm. uh, left or the right hemisphere? Because normally the left hemisphere is... Uh, um, is the one involved in understanding a logical sequence, detailed organization of your thought, and the right hemisphere is a, uh, more about imagination and spontaneity. Uh, so in the end of the discussion, they uh, concluded that mind mapping stimulates both the brains, uh, both the brain hemispheres. So wow. it triggers uh, the logical sequencing in the left hemisphere and it triggers imagination and spontaneity in the right hemisphere so you have to use a lot of colors a lot of images Mm -hmm. while you are making your mind map so that you can remember 
it uh, and recall ideas and thoughts uh, you know uh, by the flashy colors right. in the mind uh, another interesting fact that i read oh yeah uh, so mind maps are a great tool to use when you have adhd okay. and so that uh, so mind maps ha- are being uh, talked a lot ab- uh, about uh to help you organize information in a visual way and this has helped many people who are suffering with ADHD who are living with ADHD you might not need to suffer sorry i take that back <laughs> this is uh, this in turn allows you to process information understand it and remember it mhm wow i'm surprised this is not used so commonly out there and we i i am uh, especially just learning about it but you know when i think back now i'm realizing that even in as an undergrad i would um even in my textbook i would have like five different color of markers and i would color code uh, every information depending on what i want like advantages would be like green and disadvantage would be red so yeah right yeah that would like help me remember okay like just looking at it okay this is something i need to read now or later and it kind of makes sense we have been using this without knowing but not we didn't give this a specific term as mind mapping and somehow in our career like phd's in masters i think this has been forgotten because we just have too much things to cover yeah exactly and uh, what what works for you works for you so mm-hmm. uh, you know and uh, like when you start mind mapping when you read books by tony bizan uh, like i introduced tony bizan so he has several books on mind mapping and i have read some of them and uh, so the idea is to get inspired by his teaching not to restrict uh, not to get restricted by the concept of mind mapping so nowadays people are merging uh, mind mapping with bubble mapping and flow charts and you know whatever works for you yeah. uh, is 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 good but when you're sharing uh, your mind maps or your maps in general uh, it is very important that you don't lose the uh, you don't make it too too complex for other people to understand that is very important mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and are there any publications out there regarding this topic uh yes so there are many publications on mind mapping in general mm-hmm. uh, like i said people have been using for education purposes to interact with patients to uh, even like they are, they are using mind mapping to teach a, a physician assistant in medical education now um so that's about mind mapping but when talking about biomedical mind mapping tools like core mind medicals there are many researchers who have published articles and one of the recent ones is a, a publication in scientific reports uh from 2022 where they demonstrated that how the utility of this integrative network analysis helped them to identify novel molecular targets and pathways yeah that helped them elucidate the role of a uh, uh, standard treatment oh wow so they used mind mapping to generate a hypothesis and then work from it absolutely so i would definitely recommend reading that article oh wow uh well thank you jimita for this amazing topic and i am pretty sure it's going to help so many researchers and people in general out there uh thank you so much for your time jimita 
Thank you. Thank you very much, Parikha. It was a pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. Uh, well, listeners, thank you so much for uh, tuning in, and I will catch you next week for another episode. And in meanwhile, if you have any su- topic suggestions or if you would like to come on the podcast and discuss something with me, please email me at barka at nerdrxpodcast dot com. And remember, it's good to be a nerd. Bye.